Welcome campers, session nine of Circle T. Woo! Thank you for bringing yourself here this evening. And your lovely ears to hear our very sweet story. <laughs> Indeed. So our story this fine evening is about someone very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. And you probably don't even know her. Well, she's probably served you food, actually, so you probably do know her. <laughs> Numerous times. You may know of her, but probably don't know her as well as you might know some other people. My wife, Hosha. Aww. Yes! I'm so excited for this tale. <laughs> it's quite a grand tale. In fact, it has to do with how uh, these two met. <laughs> Indeed it does. So you, you may, uh, may have heard of, like, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, those kinds of stories. This is pretty much the exact same as that. So you'll probably see most of the, the details coming before they're there. Um, Obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty obvious, but just uh, keep in mind that this is for sure a true story, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Truest story of all true love stories there could be. There are. <laughs> so our story starts four years ago in a land lost in time. It was uh, South America. South America, in the land of uh, Peru, mm -hmm. caught in the, in the days of castles and medieval knights and yes. princesses and young lads. Young lads, specifically, there was a lot of people. There was a banana war, as some may say. There was. So. Banana castles, that kind of s stuff, nonsense. Lots of weird banana monsters roaming around. Different story completely. Different one completely. But it does happen in the same area. It does indeed. So there was a, uh, a young princess, and it was Hosha. Mm -hmm. That's right. And she was the fairest maiden in all of the land. That's right. And there was a young lad. That was me. And so, you but, may... Go for it, go for it. But you see, they didn't know each other. And one time, Hosha just looked into the mirror and said, Mirror, mirror, who is the fairest of them all? Now, 100% of the times, every other time, it was her. But this time, the mirror revealed a red-headed man. <laughs> Now, initially, Hosha was like, wait, did something happen to me th tonight? What happened? But then she realized she had found the one. A dashing young fellow, if I do say so myself. Yes. He looked exactly like this one. Very, he looked very similar to me, just a, a little bit younger version yeah. of me. Anyways, so she's, she stepped out of onto the balcony of her tower. She looked to the east. She looked to the north, and she looked to the west, because she, her tower was facing those directions, not the south. <laughs> and she saw three castles, and in a tower in each castle, there was a red-headed man. <laughs> and she pulled out her little telescope, and it was just too far to tell if it was me or not. So she set off on a long journey, starting to the east. She's going to make her way to the east, then the west, then the north. Very efficient. Yes. You see, <laughs> she went down into the knight's room. She grabbed a big sword. She, you know, got that sheath. She looked like a pretty cool adventurer. She did indeed. And then she set off for the eastern castle. 
Not only did she grab that sword, she grabbed a small dagger and three potions of magical charm. <laughs> Not lucky charm, magical, magical charm. charm. One of them was actually of lucky charm. <laughs> she, she figured at least one of the redheaded people had to be Irish. So, Indeed. You know. <laughs> so in case she didn't find the right one right off the bat, that would appease them and she'd be on her way. Yep. Anyways, she went to the Eastern Castle and of course, before she could even get to the door of the castle, it had fallen, night, it was nighttime, and she got up to that big gold gate and she saw a moat with sharks, sharks some... and laser beams on their foreheads. <laughs> yeah, there were water infested sharks, plus shark infested waters. There was some sort of weird like salamander type thing that was really large and white and mysterious. It was great, pretty, pretty great. Yeah. In fact, they actually started that moat to try and kill that great white thingy salamander. Because you see, the castle that is now there started out as a lake, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they decided to put the castle right on top of the lake. And then they'd have the moat already there around it. And the uh, great white newt <laughs> slash the sharks would just be able to uh, live there and, and you see, kill people. You thought that would be a smart idea, but they built the castle. The first one sunk in down into the sea. <laughs> they built a second castle. That one also sunk. Eventually, the, the third castle was built on the remains of the other castles, Indeed. and that one stood. Indeed it did. And so you may or may not heard, have heard of Starlight. She was once there, just, just deep sea diving. Mm -hmm. But that's also another story. Yep. That is a completely <laughs> different story. That's another 20-minute story. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Tell us. She thought Hosha needed a way past this moat to get to possibly the true love that she had been seeking for so long. Slash like a day. <laughs> and, of course, she came up with the most gallant plan that she could to get past sharks with laser beams and great white salamander thingy-majiggers. You see, if you didn't know, the uh, laser shark's greatest enemy <laughs> is in fact the red squirrel of Northern Ireland. Very convenient. Very convenient. Tell them why it's convenient, Smolder. It's very convenient because Hosha just so happened to know a particular family clan that had some land up in Northern Ireland and they were bringing some of those squirrels down to South America. You see, they were part of a circus and so the squirrels were naturally part of uh, that circus. Mm-hmm. And so, she called up that Noah Mr. North clan and uh, immediately got one sent down via airplane. They're very rich actually for circus people. And they, uh, they dropped that what was it, a red-haired squirrel? Yes, yes. Uh, From Northern Ireland. And uh, she got it, and she just kind of plopped it into the water. And it's kind of it's like that effect that you see with the uh, elephants and mice. So all the, all the laser sharks just immediately cuddled up into the other side of the, the moat because they're so scared of this thing. Mm -hmm. And so Hosha jumped into the water knowing she'd be fine and just sort of kept that squirrel close by and swam to the other side of the castle. And she ran up that tower because no one else was in the castle for some reason. And uh, 
And there was the red-headed man. Not the red-headed man, Smolder. A red-headed man. A red-headed man. You see, this one looked suspiciously like this one. <laughs> it did. But it wasn't. Wasn't, not quite. There was a distinct lack of mustache on that one. There was. And so this young man was actually Irish. And uh, he wanted to marry her, but she knew that she couldn't do that. And so she said, I'll tell you what. I'll give you this potion of lucky charms. Instead, what do you say? And he said, of course, I love lucky charms. I love me lucky charms, eh? So he, uh, he took those lucky charms and that potion if you pour a glass of milk, uh, or a bowl of milk, and you pour one drop in there, boom! It's, it's Lucky Charms. Boom. Yep. Lifetime supply! And so that man got in his bed, started eating his cereal, and started watching Netflix. <laughs> and that's what he did for the next 25 years, but that also <laughs> is another story for another time. And so, Hosha went and went to the Western Castle. The Western Castle. By the time she got there, it was daytime. And of course, this castle was not easy to get into either. No, it sure wasn't. Tell them what was in the way of this one, Smolder. In fact, there was what some might call the plushy dragon of the plushy mountains of the plushy southern African tips. One could say it was a plushy dragon. It's pretty plushy. Very plushy. One might think also that its plushiness might mean it's friendly. Yeah. Not even close, friends. Not even close. You see, even though it breathed rainbows, those rainbows were quite deadly. Very deadly. More deadly than the unicorn of... <laughs> of, of death. The unicorn of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, of course, there wasn't just getting into this castle. No. She had to get around this dragon, and so she took out that trusty sword, and she pondered for a little while. <laughs> she thought to herself, sure, this dragon looks mean. Sure, it's shooting dead rainbows at me. Not dead rainbows, deadly rainbows. Deadly Sorry rainbows, about that. Yes. You don't want to see a dead rainbow. That's a sad statement there. And so she's thinking to herself, maybe, just maybe, there is a chance that this, this dragon just needs something. Who knows? Maybe there's something wrong with it. Maybe it's not vicious and, and villainy. You know? Maybe, and so, maybe so. Hosha put that sword away, walked right up to that door, and uh, she asked the plushy dragon, right as it was about to breathe those deadly rainbows onto her, she said, can I get you something? <laughs> and the plushy dragon just started weeping. Just weeping as, har as hard as you've ever seen. <laughs> and then the dragon, of course, replied, I just want my teddy bear. Mm -hmm. You see, the teddy bear had been stolen by bandits in 1802. <laughs> 1802! <laughs> <laughs> and you, would you know it, Hosha just met someone <laughs> who knew where that bear was! <laughs>
Now this is a longer story, so we'll give you the, just the details that you need. And so, basically, in 1802, Magnum, doesn't matter how she got to 1802, <laughs> giving some bears from these bandits, and she fell into a well, and so those bears disappeared for like 200 years or something like that. They did. No! Yeah, that's and what happened. Would you just happen to know who Hosha had just recently met? It was Magnum. And Magnum, yep. of course, had those teddy bears. She had those teddy bears. And so what you didn't know beyond that, kids, is that this plushy dragon was not a plushy dragon, but had been cursed by a witch of evil villainy. Uh, evil witch! 100%. <laughs> There's no talking and asking um, this witch if she could do anything and make her better. She would just zap yeah. you on the spot. Some might say this witch was so evil she might run an evil safari guide tour. Indeed, but that's another story as well, so we won't get into the details of that one. <laughs> Anyhow, she was able to return the teddy bear and the dragon gave her a free pass up into the tower of that castle. And she got up to those stairs and she opened the door and there was the back of a head and then there was like a guy with like headphones and he was like playing games and she's like, uh, hello, hello. And so she walked over there and tapped him on the shoulder and lo and behold, it wasn't, it wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. Now this may look like bad news, guys. Yes. But you're wrong, it's good news because she knows two places that her true love is not out of three places. Mm -hmm. Now you do the math for me. That leaves how many places left? Yeah. One place. Mm -mm. So she knows where her true love is. So she galloped on her trusty steed, La Casita, <laughs> that she was given by the plushy dragon. Was it a peacock? It, it was a peacock, indeed. How'd you know? Clever. To the north, castle. <laughs> and so, she went there, but on her way, the plushy dragon warned, the same witch that cursed me once lived in that castle. Indeed it had. And so, Hosha ran on her peacock. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a peacock, but on top of the peacock, there was a treadmill that kind of, so however fast you ran, it would run twice as fast as that. Yeah. Anyways, she got there in no time. It was still daytime when she got to the northern castle. A very quick trip. Mm -hmm. And you see, she got there and of course this castle wasn't unguarded either. No, it wasn't. You know, the strange thing about this one, there was a lot of bananas just lying around. There were. This castle was bigger, it was darker, it was scarier, and it had the most difficult trial of all. Bananas. Indeed. There were banana peels everywhere. <laughs> evil banana peels, but inside the banana peels were evil bananas. Yes. <laughs> and these evil bananas popped out of the banana peels and started pelting Hosha. And she took her sword out and started waving it around trying to defend herself. And then arose from the banana peels the biggest evil, most evil banana monster thing you've ever seen before. And she took that sword 
and she just went right through the center. And she thought she'd won, friends. But what she didn't know beyond that is that she didn't win. Because this banana monster, the second that you cut off something, it grew off two of what you just sliced off. And so it now had like three kidneys. So essentially it was a, a very diverse banana monster at this point in time. And she remembered her second potion that she had. And you know, a banana monster's most dreaded enemy? Armpit tickles. Armpit tickles. She had an entire flask of armpit tickles that she tossed right at it. And it and had bam! Bam. It had an eternity of armpit tickles. Armpit tickles? <laughs> and so, she, she walked through that gate and just before she got to that last door, there was the witch. She heard, she heard the witch's scream. Go ahead, Hobbit, what'd it sound like? See, isn't that terrifying? That's terrifying. It was terrifying. And she knew that this witch was the one that was pelting her with bananas. This witch was really in control of the banana peels, the bananas, the banana monster. It was in control of everything that she had gone through to this point. In fact, the first castle was just a vacation home for the witch. So this whole battle is really against Hosha and the witch. Mm -hmm. It's like the last level of like any Mario game when you get to Bowser the real one and not all of his friends. That's what it's like. It's like that. Yeah. She could hear that Bowser theme music. She could hear it. She thought there was going to be evil turtles somewhere. She heard that music and it was terrifying because she also heard the witch. Yes. See? And thus, she had a final trial. And that final <laughs> trial was... To defeat the witch! To defeat the witch, of it's course. It's quite obvious, really. But she just didn't know how to do it, so she took out that sword, and she's like, back away, fiend! And the witch was like, whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, I might be a witch, but I... No, swords are... Swords can hurt me. I'm out. I'm... Nope. <laughs> And so it turned out that it really wasn't quite as difficult as, as she anticipated. The witch left pretty easily. But the witch came back. However, the witch created a tornado and sent it at the two. A tornado of bananas. 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 the witch among you. And so Hosha burst through the door to try and find the one, the true love. <laughs> and thus, it wasn't even him. No, it wasn't. It was a man who was allergic to bananas. And he looked like you. In fact, some might say it was the second man who's allergic to bananas. <laughs> yep. So she left that tower. She ain't staying around for a banana whirlwind or tornado. There we go. And uh, she. Hightailed it out of there. She got back on her peacock and uh, ran away. And she headed back to her uh, original castle home, just just sad as could be. 
And uh, when she uh, when she got to the castle gates, thankfully she didn't have to go through through some evil thing because it was her own castle. And uh, she walked in, and her servants were like, "Princess, we have this fellow here detailing records." Indeed, he was uh, just a documentary in mm -hmm. <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> of the video sorts, uh -huh. and he was just in the area, uh, asking if there, there, uh, nope, no GoPros, and uh, he was just asking if if they wanted any documentarianism. <laughs> they did not, so they sent him away. But on his way out, they crossed, they their eyes met, and uh, she just knew <laughs> that it was uh, that it was him. <laughs> she knew it was him. In fact, it was so obvious, it was like looking into a mirror of him. <laughs> Indeed. This was the man. This was the fellow that she had seen before. And she immediately got down off her peacock, greeted the man, and asked him, Hey, dude. <laughs> Do you, uh... Would you like to go out for cupcakes sometime? Do you happen to like bananas? I got a lot of those recently. <laughs> so they went out on their very first date of cupcakes and bananas. Which, really, the cupcakes were banana flavored, so it was, it was basically yeah. bananas. It was just bananas. <laughs> and they started a lifelong relationship then, and they lived happily ever after. And thus... But always, always, always remember. It's true, if there's one thing to not forget in this story, kids, it's this. One. Just remember, the, the shepherd, shepherd was her father. Mm -hmm. Kids, never forget, the shepherd, shepherd was, was her father. father. Any questions? So many. <laughs>